Hi there, and welcome to the Alpine Geek Podcast. I'm your host, Travis Prescott, a former naval submarine officer turned software engineer and adventurer here in the beautiful Pacific Northwest. I found fun, fitness, and fulfillment in the outdoors, and so can you. Whether you've never hiked a day in your life or you're a bona fide peak bagger, my guests will inspire, educate, and entertain you. So turn the volume up, drop that phone in your pocket, settle in, and let's get to it. Hello, and welcome to episode number one of the Alpine Geek Podcast. I am thrilled to be starting this and more thrilled that you are listening. I will admit this podcast was originally supposed to be launched right after the new year and due to procrastination and probably a little bit of fear, it has taken, it's about a month overdue and the fear wasn't necessarily the fear of putting something out there. I've done that before in the past. The fear was just the notion that once it's was out there the fear was that once it's out there it creates this ongoing commitment and challenge for me to continuously put out new relevant content and that was a little intimidating but here it is it's out there thank goodness and in fact Cheryl Talbert if you are listening I would actually like to thank you and credit you for helping get this thing launched because when you announced that the volunteer Mountaineers volunteer banquet that I had the podcast, I realized, oh no, now I actually have to get the thing published because Cheryl just announced it to a room of 300 people. So there you go. In today's episode, I want to really just give an introduction to myself, give an introduction to the podcast and tell you what it's all about, help you decide if this is right for you, if this is the kind of content you want to listen to. I know there is a lot of competition for your time and your attention, and I want to give you as clear a picture as I can on what you can look forward to in the future from this podcast, but also from the companion website, which is www.thealpinegeek.com. If you want to go there now, thealpinegeek.com slash episode one, you'll find the show notes, which include a little resource that I created for the Mountaineers Leadership Conference in last December that should give you at least some sense of what I'm about in terms of content. If that all sounds good, then let's dive right in to the first topic of, well, what is this? I mean, obviously it's a podcast. It's a podcast for outdoor enthusiasts. Why a podcast? Well, I found for me personally, I've been listening to podcasts only about a year But I found it to be, one, just incredibly educational, sometimes inspirational, and it's the kind of activity that does not require my constant primary attention. So it's something I can do on my commute, while I'm working out, while I'm driving to a trailhead, while I'm doing a solo trail run or conditioning hike. And I realized, well, if it's valuable to me, then it's probably valuable to others, And so a podcast was a natural format to gravitate to. I've done YouTube videos in the past. And in fact, I still do videos for YouTube now, although they tend to be more screen recordings. But the problem with it is it's just so much work. And podcasting, although it's hardly easy, is easier in that sense. So that may have played into that decision as well. So the website, let, let, actually, let's not talk about the website yet. 
the podcast. What kinds of content can you expect from the podcast? Well, primarily you can expect interviews. There may be some solo shows, but my personal preference is for the podcast to be interviews. Part of that is you don't necessarily want to hear my voice. I have to listen to these to edit them, and I don't want to hear my voice. So the more I can hear from other people's voices, the better. And not only that, is they have so much to teach that I, I love doing interviews. It's it's so wonderful for me as the interviewer because you get one chance. You have one take, you record the interview, and that's what you get. It's a great dynamic conversation, but it's also wonderful for me because I can't go back and second guess and re-record. Unlike this episode, which this is probably the fifth time I've re-recorded it, any little problem, not happy with it, re-record it. It's the curse of the solo episode. You can just keep trying it and trying it and trying it. So based on that, definitely interviews. Basically, you can expect a few styles of interviews. Some are going to be stories, people's stories, incredibly inspirational, motivational stories from people, either people who have just gotten into outdoors and just crushed it, or people who've had just long-time goals, or people who've just been doing this a long time and and have stories to share. The other kind of content, and this will be both in the podcast content, but probably also, honestly, in the website content, is information for those who are new to an activity and looking to learn more about it. So for myself, this year, I've just gotten into skiing, and so I'm always looking for good information about skiing specifically how to really get into skiing. And then the third kind of content you can expect to see, it will weave its way into the podcast episodes for sure, and you will probably find a more explicit uh, representation of it on the website, is information on leadership as well as trip planning. It's kind of one of the things that I geek out about is planning trips. And so that is that is a type of information I really want reflected in the content for this podcast and for the website. So as far as the name, The Alpine Geek, uh, I, I, I didn't, it wasn't my first choice. I sort of happened upon it because I needed a name and I spent a lot of time searching the domain registrars for an available .com that wouldn't cost 20 grand. And I tried lots of things. Um, most of which were taken, but finally, alpinegeek.com actually was taken. Or it, I don't know that it was taken, but it was inexpensive. They considered it a premium domain, and I wasn't willing to pay that. Um, but the Alpine Geek was totally available. So I was like, okay, great. So I took thealpinegeek.com and sort of retrofitted it. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't know. I didn't. I guess it's not retrofitting, but. I didn't really think too much about the applicability of the name. I was like, Alpine, Mountains, Geek. Yep, I'm definitely that. Okay, it fits. Just out of curiosity, I went to dictionary.com to see if I had a more detailed breakdown, if it would the name would still make sense. So, from dictionary.com, Alpine, of, pertaining to, on, or part of any lofty mountain. And that actually fits quite well with what I expected. It was It's actually more inclusive than I expected. I didn't necessarily want the term alpine to only refer to mountains because not everybody goes to mountains and unfortunately not everybody has accessibility to mountains. So 
kind of cool that the the definition is a little more inclusive. Things that are parts of mountains count too. And then on geek, it had actually four definitions. Some of them fit, some of them don't. Uh, The first definition is a digital technology expert or enthusiast. I think I check that box, although it's a little... It sounds a little arrogant to to call myself an expert, uh, but other people refer to me as that. And so, yeah, that fits. That's kind of what I'm known for is teaching digital technology. And my day job is a software engineer. So, yeah, I meet that definition. Second definition, which encompasses many, many more people, a person who has excessive enthusiasm for and some expertise about a specialized subject or activity. Now you're talking people outside the tech world too. Anybody that just loves a particular thing. I'm thinking there's a retired surveyor that I work with or that we work with for our navigation courses. And he is definitely a navigation geek. Absolutely. He loves talking compasses. He loves talking maps, but not a tech guy. Definitely a geek though. And I mean that only in the most endearing way, Bob. So if you're listening to this, I only mean it in the best way. Then there are the definitions that maybe don't fit so well, or at least they weren't what I was thinking of. The third definition is a peculiar person, overly unfashionable or socially awkward. And that does actually describe me, hopefully more the me of the past than the me of the present. And then the final definition just makes absolutely no sense. It says, a carnival performer who performs sensationally morbid or disgusting acts like biting the head off a chicken. I have never in my life heard that behavior associated with the word geek. So I do not know. Maybe it's a cultural thing. I don't know. Maybe some part of the country, it's some weird slang. I don't know. I've never heard it. But I think The Alpine Geek basically refers to someone who has excessive enthusiasm for and some expertise about the mountains or the outdoors. And I think that's a good inclusive definition. And I actually hope that that definition will eventually be something that you, as a listener, can identify with. I certainly identify with it. I call myself the Alpine Geek. But I'm hoping that as as this podcast continues, that you will come to think of yourself as an Alpine geek because maybe your journey is just starting. You've gotten outside, but it's still pretty new to you and you want guidance on how to do it right. You want to avoid the common mistakes. That's a smart thing to do. Here in the Pacific Northwest, there are a lot of tech transplants just like me. Some of them realize that I need more specialized training, hiking, maybe walking, but there is there reaches a point where it stops being just walking and starts being potentially pretty dangerous and even actually when you're just walking gravity is 9.8 meters per second squared everywhere in the world so there's danger everywhere even if it's just walk maybe you've been adventuring for a long time and you're actually out leading others, and you just want a different perspective, or you want to learn how to do new skills, or you want to learn how to do things that you already have been doing, but do them more effectively or efficiently, we will definitely have experienced leaders who will be able to offer you a perspective on those kinds of things. So this podcast is intended for people that are new to the outdoors and people who are 
experience in the outdoors, and everywhere in between. But I also want to say that it's for those who haven't even begun their journey. You may be sitting at home, maybe someone asked you to listen to this episode, I don't know, and, and you're wondering if the outdoors is really for you. And that's kind of an easy one because definitely the outdoors is for you. I am, I am constantly inspired by the people that I've met and the stories that they tell, always in awe of their accomplishments. So the outdoors is definitely for you, whether you're seeking fun or fitness, fulfillment, or better yet, and myself, all of the above. So maybe I should say who this podcast is not for. Uh, if you if you lead 514 trad or you're Alex Honnold and you're free soloing things all over the world, then yeah, this I, I don't know that I don't know that you're necessarily gonna learn much from from me. But I'd love to learn from you if you want to be a guest. Just let me know. Open invite right there. On that note, who am I? Right? So Travis, I am the quote Alpine Geek, but who am I? Why should you be listening to me? And I debated whether I really wanted to put this in the episode. I have this sense personally many times that I'm not qualified to talk on these topics because I've only really been involved in the outdoors since 2016. I did a little bit of stuff prior, but getting into the mountains, climbing, this is all still relatively new to me. And I debated putting it into episode one, but then I just realized that there's a name for that. It's called imposter syndrome. And I just didn't, I didn't want to give it any, any credibility or any control over myself. So I'm like, let's just talk about who I am. I am a tech transplant. I moved here from the hot, flat state of Texas, where I lived since I was a baby. Um, Yeah, from the time I was a baby until 2001, that's when I joined the Navy, and I spent 10 years in the Navy on nuclear submarines. Got out in 2011 to be with family, and moved back to Texas, and I was there about five years. It was good times. Um, Spent reconnecting with the family that I'd been separated from while I was in the military. Got my master's degree in software engineering and decided, well, actually, I didn't decide. I had a friend from the Navy who got me an interview up here in the Seattle area with Microsoft, and I didn't really expect that to go anywhere, but I was certainly very delighted when I was given the job offer and got to move up here because I remember when I was at my friend's house visiting, he had a, a condo in downtown Seattle, right above the Target building. I was looking out from his condo at the mountains, and I could just see the Olympics all along the horizon, and I just remember thinking, wow, that's amazing, that's gorgeous, and I want to be out there. Ironically, I haven't actually done much out in the Olympics because it's relatively far away, but I've done plenty in the Cascades, so um, I thought it's probably a worthwhile goal to try and spend more time in the Olympic mountains. Moved here in 2016. In 2017, I joined a local club called the Mountaineers. And that may have been the single most transformative experience of my life. Because when I was in Texas, when I was in the military even, I really struggled with with my weight, 
with my social life. I've always been an introvert. I'm still an introvert. I'm horribly introverted. But I also used to be pretty much a hermit. And it wasn't really until I got outdoors that I finally found what I'd been looking for all those years, which is an activity that I could do consistently that I enjoyed doing that would keep me in shape. And, and the mountains have been just the best thing for me in terms of my physical fitness. The mountaineers have been a wonderful influence on my physical fitness, but also my technical skill, my, my self-confidence, and then my social life. Because while I'm still an introvert, I interact with people all the time now. I have a very full social schedule, sometimes too full, but but it's it's wonderful. It's wonderful. I get to meet and interact with amazing people. I have no lack of incredibly positive social relationships. So it's a fantastic, it's been a fantastic experience for myself. Now, I will note here very clearly and unequivocally that this podcast is not is not a Mountaineers podcast, but you are going to hear me certainly in this episode, but probably with some regularity, you're going to hear me heaping praise on the mountain as an organization. It's just, it's fantastic. And it's, yeah, I just feel very passionately. But wherever you happen to be listening from, there are amazing clubs and organizations out there as well that teach these kind of skills and have this kind of community. So I encourage you to find those where you're at because it really makes a difference. So I've told you a little bit about myself. I've told you a little bit about why I made the podcast and what kinds of stuff you might be able to expect moving forward from the podcast, but also the website. But let's, let's talk specifics. You know, one of the at least one of the positive things about the fact that I've re-recorded this episode so many times is the fact that I have five interviews already sitting, recorded, edited, ready to go. So I can tell you a thing or two about what's coming up. So episode two and episode three are launching right alongside this one. So if you've got the time and you've got the interest, just let this one finish and go right on to the next one. I can tell you the interviews are great. Not because of me, but because of the interviewees. They all have amazing stories to tell, and i just super excited that I had the opportunity to interview them. But in episode two, I talk with Chris Caviezel, who's a fellow mountaineer, about how his love for the mountains combined with his amateur radio hobby in this very delightfully, certainly geeky hobby, which is called Summits on the Air, or Soda. And so I spend the hour, not quite an hour, chatting with him about that hobby. And then in episode three, I talk with Lori Heath. She is a certified yoga instructor about how she practices yoga out on the trail and how it can be a key part of your plan for fun, fitness, and fulfillment. Yoga, in addition to sort of mindfulness meditation, is something I have brought into my routine. And after my interview with Lori, I have been doing more yoga and just, I I just love it. It's it's a great compliment to any sort of mountain fitness routine. In the upcoming weeks, so these episodes aren't out yet, if well, depends on when you're listening to this, but upcoming interviews include an interview with Lei Wong, who is the first Asian American woman to complete the Explorer's Grand Slam. And if you don't know what that is, because I didn't know what that was, 
The Explorer's Grand Slam means that she has summited the highest mountain on each of the seven continents, as well as reaching the North and the South Pole. So that is an amazing accomplishment. Uh, It's probably only double digits the number of people in the world who have done that. Also, in an upcoming interview, I had the great privilege to interview Misha Gopal, who is the co-founder of the Fantastically Geeky app and its companion website, which is called FatMap. So FatMap is a tool for visualizing. It's like a 3D guidebook, basically. And I was super stoked to be able to interview the co-founder of that platform. All of those interviews are coming up. They're they're either released, depending on when you're listening to this, or they're coming out soon. So something to look forward to here in 2020. So one of the things that I do for the Mountaineers is I teach courses. And there is a particular course that I teach for the Mountaineers that I created myself. And it's called Digital Navigation and Trip Planning. And I had the honor in 2019 of speaking at the Mountaineers Leadership Conference to a room of about 80 outstanding volunteers and volunteer leaders on the topic of trip planning. As part of that, I mean, that lecture or that talk was mostly a demonstration of the kinds of techniques that I use. But in companion to that talk, I recorded three deep dives into each of the tools that I covered in that lecture. So those tools are CalTopo and Gaia GPS, which are both mapping tools and planning tools, and then windy.com, which is an outstanding weather app used for my trip planning. So if you go to www.thealpinegeek.com slash episode one, you'll find the show notes for this episode, and it will include a link to that YouTube playlist, which has the 30-minute deep dive into each of those tools. And that will kind of give you a sense of what content you could expect from the website. And all you have to do to find out what kind of content you can expect from this podcast is just listen to the next episode. So there you go. I hope you're as excited as I am. And I look forward to talking with you again here in the next episode. Until then, thanks for listening, and I hope to see you on the trails. You've been listening to the Alpine Geek Podcast with Travis Prescott. Be sure to check us out at www.thealpinegeek.com, and don't forget to subscribe. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.